I'm your host, Lindsay Schultz, founder of Feed Your Can, a lifestyle brand that empowers people with food allergies to live fully. You'll learn life hacks and mind snacks so you can thrive each day. You may need to restrict foods, but never the fun. Our kids navigate eight categories of food allergies altogether. We're learning every day. We refuse to let fear hold us back from living life. We welcome you to feed your can, even when some foods you just can't. Long before the pandemic induced this obsession with sanitizing surfaces, there was another group of experts in town also looking to reduce these microscopic dangers in their lives every day. Food allergy families. And for 32 million Americans, ingesting these microscopic traces of food proteins may trigger a serious enough allergic reaction to be life-threatening. Did you know that every three minutes, a food allergy reaction sends someone to the emergency department? Or two kids in every classroom who have food allergies? And this number has been rising over the years. There are over 170 different food proteins that can cause an allergic reaction. In the United States, nine food allergens are responsible for about 90% of the reactions. It's no wonder caregivers are so hypervigilant about planning future meals and wiping down those surfaces. But when you think about food allergies, so many times you don't just meet a person and know that they have it. It's an invisible condition. So many families love to socialize with others. Can you think of social events that don't involve food? Birthday parties, team outings, holidays, barbecues, school events. Honestly, the list goes on and on and on. And so many gatherings involve food. If you think about it, most actually revolve around food. Think about holidays. Think about Thanksgiving. We spend weeks prior to the meal just planning all the side dishes and all the accompaniments for the big event, which is obviously getting together, but really it's revolving around food. So food and fun should just naturally live together and coexist, right? Well, not so fast. For food allergy families, celebrations can trigger a series of concerns, questions, and fears Many families even just choose to opt out because safety just feels too compromised. So how do you throw a safe and fun party and excite all of your guests? I have five pro tips to consider that restrict your food, your fears, but the whole point is to have fun. So we will not sacrifice the fun. Tip number one, communication and collaboration ahead of time. Reaching out one to two weeks in advance and asking a guest about any dietary restrictions is such a great gesture. Not only do you show consideration, but you're going to clarify what menu items that you need to avoid for safety concerns. Asking about partnering on safe brands or ingredients for food is a really great way to come up with that menu. And for some people, this small gesture opens up their door that was previously closed because they did not even feel comfortable raising the topic at all. No one wants to be a bother. No one wants to feel like they're being needy. And no one wants to feel like they're inconveniencing others. But when it's life and death, people have to really rise above and understand 
that that's why communication and collaboration matter, to just get on the same page. Tip two is finding the foods a person can eat. Can is the key word. Asking your guests what they love to eat or sharing the menu you're thinking about narrows in the focus because maybe you have a theme in mind. Imagine going to a restaurant and seeing a menu with all these choices and it's like, okay, go ahead and order something. Well, what if it was just like, okay, we're going to go to an Italian restaurant or a Mexican restaurant. So now you have a better sense of the types of ingredients that would be included. This is that idea just to help them narrow in potentially on what you're thinking and then work together to figure out what's safe. And it will help just clarify those little details. What snacks and food brands are safe? Are you able to eat this type of food? Finding ways to incorporate items that are perhaps even substitute ingredients or something similar to the theme. For example, if it's a pizza party and somebody with a dairy and wheat allergy attend, maybe they could bring a gluten-free pasta with marinara and a substitute cheese. Even if it means the guests are bringing their own preferred foods, the point here is that you're dialed in to what they can eat and you're steering the conversation towards this solution-oriented approach. It's much better than just talking about all of the can'ts and the restrictions. Because honestly, that's not productive. We're trying to go towards solution. So what a person can eat, that's a good place to start. Tip number three, educating yourself as the host about food allergy safety protocols is huge. If you're familiar with the safety basics and keeping the lines of communication open, that not only shows some respect for the situation that a food allergic person is facing, But it just acknowledges that you're taking the time to care and learn what some of the key terms are. Do you know how to use an EpiPen? Do you know where they are kept? Do you know what symptoms you're looking for? This is all important information to get on the same page ahead of time. And the person with food allergies will have an allergy action plan that they can share. Sometimes they don't want to just offer it up because it feels a little bit uncomfortable to talk about all of the terrible symptoms that could occur. But when you're familiar, knowledge is power, and it just keeps everyone at peace. Another way to educate yourself is to understand cross-contact or cross-contamination. This is when the food proteins, while you might not even see them, are mixing together after coming in contact even for less than a second. For example, in a kitchen, if meals are being made in one kitchen, It's really important to have an area that is sanitized and kept separate from any food allergens. This includes not only the counter, the cutting boards, but also the utensils, the pans, and the scrub brush, because you don't want to accidentally clean something and think you're being safe, but then you're mixing the food proteins together. Remember that even if you can't see the food proteins, just wiping down a counter is not enough. They're sometimes so microscopic and invisible, but the oils stick around, the residue. The only way to really sanitize and remove this risk is by washing surfaces with warm, soapy water and a clean cloth to chemically break down and remove the food proteins. If you're in a place where you don't have access to the warm, soapy water, you can use Clorox wipes or something that will remove 99% 
of the germs. But again, hand sanitizer, just for removing it from your hands, does not work. You need to wash your hands. So if you're making an allergy-safe recipe in a sterilized environment, remember no cross-contact or cross-contamination, that is a great first step. Another skill to learn if you are the host and don't have food allergies is how to read a label. People with food allergies prefer to see ingredient labels themselves. Not only is this important for ingredients for recipes that you might be creating, but just sharing labels, whether it be by text or email ahead of time, shows that consideration and texting those pictures of each packaged food ingredient label ensures that mutual alignment. Another area for food allergy that is really helpful to learn is that food intolerances are not food allergies. So unlike food intolerances, which are not life-threatening, food allergies involve the immune system and they can become very life-threatening. People with food intolerances might choose to avoid the foods they can't properly digest, and that might be a restricted diet. Which again, if you're hosting a party, you'll want to accommodate these restrictions. The difference is, if a person has a food allergy that is diagnosed by a board-certified food allergist, that person with the allergy might accidentally react after unknowingly ingesting a certain protein from something as benign as touching a kitchen counter. So it really is important to understand the full picture of food allergies, especially when you're hosting a party. Asking to learn about the signs of anaphylaxis and getting comfortable and how do you actually use the epinephrine autoinjector, that is such an important skill just to learn. Epinephrine saves lives. This is so key for people to understand. Yes, it's a needle. You're probably not as comfortable with using it. And honestly, I wasn't either. In the beginning, it just scared me and I wanted to hide it in our allergy bag. I didn't even want our kids to see it because they're already afraid of the food. Why would they need to be afraid of a needle too? However, that's not how I see it anymore at all. It's this helpful pen in my bag, and it honestly is a lifesaver. I feel way more uncomfortable if I don't have it with me than carrying this needle. And the person with food allergies would really appreciate you asking, how do I use this? When do I use this? So take that time because the gesture is a great example of practicing that inclusivity and empathy, and everyone wants to feel safe and involved. Tip number four, people first, food second. Okay, leading with empathy requires more energy, more work from both sides. It's the right thing to do, though, and your friendships are worth it. That custom-themed cake is probably a highlight in your mind because it's a big celebration. It's the excitement, right? It's like the grand finale. But if there's someone who can't eat the cake, Just think of easy ways to include others who might not be able to enjoy that same awesome cake. It can be as simple as fruit kebabs with chocolate, and these can accessorize the cake really beautifully as well. Or you perhaps have different popsicles or cake pops that are made to be allergy-friendly. There's even pre-cut allergy-safe cookies in the refrigerated sections of a lot of grocery stores and these take about 10 minutes to bake. There are definitely alternatives, and if you work with the person with food allergies or any other dietary restrictions, you can get creative pretty quickly. Number five, keeping the focus on the fun. So similar to 
the people first and the food second. With parties, it's all about what you can have, and that key ingredient is fun. Food is a part of the party. But the lasting memories that you're going to have are from the quality time you spend as you celebrate life together. When you focus on the relationships, fun becomes the main entree, and food just becomes the side dish. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you want to support what we do, then share, subscribe, and leave a review. You can also visit feedyourcan.com to grab a freebie or subscribe to our newsletter. Remember, feed your can, because some foods you just can't.